Hey, it's Taylor. And it's Chris. And this is the Annette Mother. I'm going to put a little, I'm going to call it a disclaimer, but it's not really a disclaimer. It's just more of a. We see you. We hear you. Right. It's an acknowledgement. Exactly. Um, The Annette Mother, the book, which is what this podcast is currently based off of, is my experience in motherhood. It is not anyone else's. And it's not even Taylor's, although with the podcast, it is. We're expanding to include Taylor's perspective. Mm -hmm. And with the episode that just launched today, you heard Laura's, somewhat of Laura's perspective um, on parenting, although we mostly talked about friendships on that one. Right. Um, I acknowledge that there are people who have not had as easy of a time having children as I have. I have many close friends who could not have children or Mm -hmm. had to go through IVF or InvoCell, and I'm not going to call them out by name because it's just disrespectful, and I'm not going to speak to someone's journey that's not my own. I just have no right. right, I have no right to speak to those things, and just because I don't have the right to speak to them doesn't mean that I don't acknowledge that those people, there are people, and those people very close to me, and people outside of who I know that do struggle with get or, you know, conceiving a child and have to go to other means, and and that's okay. There's there's no right or wrong way to go through your parenting journey on, you know, getting pregnant or trying to conceive or ultimately moving to adoption or not having kids at all. I My cousins listen to this and they don't have children. Yep. Like, so do they're, mine. they're not at a place in their life that they even want to have kids just yet. And mm-hmm. I love you, Allie and Susanna. Um, but he this is my experience. I, again, I, I will not speak to things that I don't know about, but again, that doesn't mean I don't acknowledge the struggle that people went through. Um, I just don't speak to it because it's not my place. And this is certainly not a podcast that people would come to if they're coming to learn about those things, because I, I know nothing about it. And that's, I certainly didn't write a book about it. Um, exactly. And I feel like we like, you, like you said, we have no right to talk about those things because that that you know people struggling to conceive and that's a whole nother world that we don't even have the understanding of no as me- as and much it, as my friends have gone through it that yeah. doesn't mean that I have any bearing on or not or can even understand what they've gone through oh, and yeah. now do we have we had the conversation I've even mentioned it to my friends about having a roundtable podcast all about this Right. Um, Taylor, we both talked about our close friends and family about this. Um, And my friends that I'm going to have on have, I've already talked to them about this, but to be quite frank, we do not have the means to have a round table discussion. We can't do that with just phones and Google meets. Like we have to have legitimate equipment for this because it needs to be done right and done well and not have audio cutting out. Although Laura, we love you. I didn't realize how much the audio would cut out. Sorry, Lay. Um, but we briefly touched on last week that Laura's journey to motherhood was through adoption. Mm-hmm. And that was something that she allowed me to talk about. And I asked permission to bring up. And I will not do that if I don't have the permission of the people in my life who whose experiences is what I've learned through. Exactly. So I, I just wanted to we wanted to kind of not clear the air because it's not drama, but we just wanted to make that statement of um, we will have, we do plan to have people or, you know, our friends and family that have gone through this and kind of the experiences that we've tangentially been learning through for all of these processes. Um, but unfortunately we just not at a point where we can technologically make that happen. Right. Um, anyway, that being addressed. Um, we again love that everyone who listens to our show is taking the time out of their days to show us the support and mm-hmm. uh, the journey to getting pregnant and having babies is a very it's a journey. Part. It's a journey, mm-hmm. but it is also not the whole journey, no. and that kind of after the pregnancy part is largely what this podcast is about right it's 
Now I say that next week is about breastfeeding and how I just struggled with it. But the majority of what this podcast is about is not how you have your, how you birthed or adopted or conceived your child. It is about the parenting after the fact. Right. Um, and I think regardless of how your child is now your child, um, it's still hard. And, and that's really what it's about. It's being real about the process afterwards and uh, going through all of that. Um, I just fell off the table. You what? Um, I slipped and fell off the table. Um, but anyway, like we said, um, we love all of our listeners and we love and respect all journeys to parenthood. And uh, we'll hopefully in the future, hopefully it's sooner than later, uh, once we figure it out, um, we can have broader conversations because there's only so many chapters left in this book. Um, so we're looking forward to those times. We certainly can't wait to be able to do those things. Exactly. Um, I'll probably have to rent space somewhere because where the fuck be am I going to fit all those people? But fun. Someone we know has to have a studio, right? Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. Chapter nine. Chapter 9, episode 10. Crazy. My name is Chris. Hi, my name is... That's going to be... How How does Eminem still... <laughs> Laura's going to die. Can't stop, won't stop. Shout out, Lair. <laughs> um, so, do you, do you like to go by Taylor? Yes, but funny thing, though, when we, were, when we did our intro... I almost, I almost said to you, man, I should have just did. Hi, my name is Taylor. Or hi, or what I say? Hey, it's Taylor with an AR. That's Taylor. That's what gets me. You go. Your yours is more. Uh, I guess the nick. The, I, I guess you would say it's your nickname. People or... still still spell my name wrong. I right. get my name is spelled wrong. My stupid Ulta card. I was trying to. Okay, I'm getting something for Luna's birthday from Ulta, and they yeah. sent me the wrong thing, and I'm trying to just get the new thing. Re- and they're like, do you know that your card has all outdated information on it? I was like, it's an Ulta rewards card. What the fuck do I care? Right. It still had my maiden name. My first name was spelled wrong. I was like, this is a shit show. Oh, my God. But it's, yeah, it's that. And I think I only spelled your name wrong once. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I was like, oh, no, I know how annoying this is. So I it's always, so it, unless my phone autocorrects it, which it does. Um, there, so what really chaps my ass is work emails. And when I send an email to somebody and you can see my signature and they respond back, spelling my name wrong. Yes. So, um, I, a woman responded, or her name was Taylor, too. She spelled it E-R. Okay. And oh. I was like, oh, girl gets me, girl gets me. Like, we have spelling. Like, she, she spelled her name wrong on the response. I'm like, girl, we are on level. Like, you get me. And you still spell my name wrong. <laughs> That's what I always used to say when I worked at Westchester. I'm like, my name is in my email. Right? How do you continuously spell it wrong? And I worked there for like, I mean, you've worked at your company for a long time. It's not that yeah. it's necessarily internal yeah. people. Yeah, no, it's usually not internal people. But yeah. And yeah. so when I emailed, I think it was someone like at our trash company, I was scheduling a bulk pickup. I realized that I had spelled her name wrong in the email. So I did a follow-up email and I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to I do that too. Wrong. And she was like, you know what? I really appreciate that. Thank you. And yep. I was like, yeah, because I'm going to call myself like, out. I, I get hate it. when people do it. Like, yep. Yeah, so my, I will say my family, um, my family mostly calls me Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad calls me Cook or Cookie, right? which we've talked about. Yep. Um, some of my family will call me Chrissy, but it's very rare. My aunts used to call me Chrissy a lot, but mm-hmm. well, now since I've written the book, everybody calls me Chris <laughs> because they know I prefer it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, and maybe like, this goes back to a psychological thing with me being you know I want people to like me that's part of my personality if someone calls me Chris mm-hmm. that alludes to a certain familiarity with me mm. and so I think it's like it's tied to an emotion 
which makes now that I'm saying it out loud, it makes sense, which I might have even written about. I don't know. I should mm-hmm. re- reread the chapter, but um, but it's always like, oh, what's your name? I still say Kristen. You say Kristen. Even it's kind of weird book, to say it too. Yeah, because even as Kristen comes out of my mouth, I'm like, God, I should have said Chris. And like now, there's things. Do like you on think the- though you do that because you're like that's not my formal name. My formal name's not Chris. But like, think of, I'm married to a a man named Matthew. Yeah, nobody calls him Matthew. No, they call him Matt. Mm -hmm. And like Michael, Mm -hmm. Mike is Mike. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know why. And I, I don't know because we, Mike, Michael, and Matthew are very, like, like not. I don't want to say historic names, but like they're like rooted in tradition. Like, you know, really family names. Like. So I think people just get used to abbreviating them, whereas like Taylor or Kristen, it's like, well, do do you go by Tay? Do you go by Chris? And like some people, I right. have, I know someone named Thomas who goes by Thomas. Like he doesn't yeah. go by oh, Thomas. Oh yeah, Dylan's and, one. Dylan's one friend goes by Thomas. And my my brother, whose name is Andrew, does yeah. not go by Andy or Drew. He goes by Andrew or Bone. Right. I mean, like so, the last name. But, um, well, I think so. I mean, I haven't really asked what people call him in a while, but um, so it's just being able to, and I, you know, I wrote about, I think it's the people pleaser in me that's like, oh, just call me whatever, I'll yeah. answer anything, which I truly will. I don't hate my name. Like, I like Kristen. I think it's a mm-hmm. good name. Like, it's not like I'm like, so, you know, disassociated with it. I just prefer to be called Chris. And now I, I have a friend who changed Wait, their, I got yeah. a funny story. I'm tangent, tangent, tangent. Okay. <laughs> So Holly, yeah, her her daughters, her youngest. She's the let let was it yesterday? She decides she hates her name. Oh, like hates it, and she's like, "Mom, you can call me Peyton." Peyton. <laughs> I was like pissing. When I mean, telling me this. I don't hate the name. No, but, but she's like, "I'm Peyton," and Holly's like, "I had to call her Peyton for like." the whole day and we just got them like some some stuff we got the kids some stuff off of Etsy and she's like and we got their names put on and she's like I wonder if I should have just did Peyton instead <laughs> oh my god she has to buy us a, a third one now oh my god so just funny oh, I love it kids <laughs> well and I think I mean not to like talk about how serious a three-year-old is but I think a lot of people now are changing their name to something that they just feel more associated with. I know my friend, they changed their name because they just wanted to identify themselves on their own terms without mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, the, well, the history of the old name. My mom was born. Her birth certificate says Vicky. She's not Vicky. No. She's she Victoria. Well, she's Victoria. She's like, cause her mom, her mom wanted to name her Victoria. And mm-hmm. her dad was like, that's too long because her last name was way long. Right, right. Her maiden name. So he's like, that's too long. So it's, let's just do Vicky. And she's like, I feel like I should be Victoria. So she changed it legally to Victoria. That's good. And good. Like, that's, that yeah. should be something that you, like, feel confident in doing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it might take some time. Right. But that's something that feels so, like, integral to who mm-hmm. you are as a person. Yeah. And I remember when um, my friend changed their name. I mean, it takes some time to get used to calling them the new name. Mm-hmm. I think I screwed up in person. I definitely did the first time I saw them. I definitely yeah. called them by their old name. And they just politely corrected me. And right. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it was, that was it. And um, I think they were the only person that I've known to change their name, like, first and last like, because obviously people mm. get married, they change their last name, like, whatever. So, um, one of the guys that used to work at my work, him, his last name, I found out, isn't, like, a, a real last name. Like, him and his wife were like, let's, fa- let's find a name that fits us both. And they made up a last name. Wait, I also heard a story about, like, this. And the reason the person was telling me was because it was Harry Potter inspired. Oh, they yeah. didn't... 
really associate with their families, didn't really have good yeah, relationships yeah. with them, and they just wanted to make their own last name mm-hmm. so they could start their own like story or so to speak. And but it was based on something in Harry Potter, like I think it was like Lupin or some. I think it was something like that. Oh, that's so cool! But I was like, oh my god, that's awesome because truly, like, and I think that's part of. I can already tell this. This episode is going to take a turn when I start saying this because okay tangenting kind of jumping off of this topic real quick what is the age that you felt most yourself like you can just like Mm. no I'm showing up this is the best version of me I've ever been and that doesn't mean to say that doesn't mean to say my mental health is at an all-time high. Oh, my mental my physical health is at an all-time fucking low <laughs> right saying. now. Like not like um, the best shape of your life. Just feel like you are showing me? up as you every single day. Like like authentic. Like even my my mental health is fucking terrible right now. In my thirties. In my thir- like this year, this yeah. year and last year, I don't know what the fuck happened. Yep. But like you show up like it's just like. Who the fuck cares? I'm going to show up unapologetically me. Yep. Because that's who I am. Jackie told me. So, you know, Jackie and I have been friends for... Jackie Squaw. My Squaw. Jackie and I have been friends for, what, 16 years now? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Repeatedly told me. And she's my best friend. She's my sister. You will one day wake up and be like, I don't give a fuck. Yes. And you will just be like... This is me. Take it or leave it. I am who I am. And that's that. She's so wise. (laughs) And it's so true because I do feel like the last few years, like when I, I think when I hit 30, it kind of started to get to that point. But I think over the last year, like you, like same as you, like I feel like I am who I'm supposed to be. Like this is me. Yes. Like, yeah, I changed like my life. Like there's some things in my life, like, like I, I wish Mike and I would travel more. Like I wish we. Could. Right. That's like those are material. They're like not like who. It's not my personality, but like my and, personality is like solid. Right yeah, it, and it's not like I'm not in the best shape of my life. Like mm-hmm. that was definitely that was definitely college. I mm-hmm. mean, I had a trainer. Like mm-hmm. I was playing basketball, peak peak shape. Right, but like my mental health, eh, give or take some days, like it doesn't mean that I'm like firing a hundred on all cylinders and I am just like churning out shit and gold every right. single day. Like that's definitely, that's yep. definitely not, but like feeling the most comfortable, feeling the most comfortable in my skin. Like I know that I have extra pounds on. I don't give a fuck. Yep. I, I work out because I want to stay active. I don't work right. out to lose weight. Although I'm getting pissed off because the ceiling guys were here today. So I didn't get to work out. And yesterday, I'm still trying to figure out a new routine with, like, right. the school starting because cool, right. I used to do it before work. And now I can't because I have to get Loon on the bus and Remy's – so this whole thing. Anyway. Yep, yep. But I, I know it. that's that's part of how I'm going to show up for myself and showing up for my – like, that's why when – I think I wrote in the book about um, – and maybe we haven't gotten there yet. I can't remember what chapter it is. Um, it's similar to, like, wear the damn shorts. When I bought a house with a pool – I would start wearing bathing suits and I'm like, oh, this is company friendly. And I'm like, wait, get the fuck out of here. If people, and not that anyone said anything, it was just this narrative that I had in my head. Like, oh, I have to cover up a certain amount. I need to make sure like I have a really supportive top on. Like I'm a Mm -hmm. big chested woman Mm -hmm. and um, not as large as some, but they're they're there. The girls definitely suck them out when they breastfed, but yeah, there's, there's still some, some stuff there. And so it's just like, you know what? No, I'm just going to wear, now given, do I prancing around in the thong bikini? No, I don't even own one. Right. But like, I'm if my stomach's hanging out and you can see my stretch marks, well, yep. there you go. Like, yep. and again, I'm not walking around with my boobs flying out of a top, no. but like, I'm also not going to care if you see some side boob or my tan You're lines are weird. In your like, Right. Or if I sit down, my stomach's going to roll because that's what happens like yeah. for legitimately every single person on this earth. Yep. So, yep. And I just like, for me, I feel like accepting that, like going to therapy, mm-hmm. I think that that did it for me. That really was like, this is who I am. And like, yeah, I talk about therapy all the time because 
Right. Well, it's love part it. of, yeah. Even though I'm sad this week. <laughs> um, but yeah, therapy really changed, changed like my outlook on life as, and as like someone who struggles with mental health mm-hmm. and as a mom, because yes. I honestly would, I would have never gone to therapy if I wasn't trying to be better for my and Mike, but mainly right. my kids, so I can be there because I could not function sometimes as a mom because I was so anxiety ridden. And my kids inspired that. And I feel like that's what allows us to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like we want our kids to know we're comfortable. Yeah. Like this is who we are. And I was actually even really proud of, um, well, okay, Luna's never going to listen to it. So for her birthday, we got her a Lisa Frank makeup oh palette get with the fuck the, out with the matching lisa frank rainbow brushes she's gonna shit i'm she's so excited they and i actually messaged a mom who i know is she's a makeup artist she's a hair and makeup artist mm-hmm. and her daughter it like does tea i'm telling you flawless makeup how old is her daughter she's i think a year older than luna stop it F- flawless and I, so I messaged her and I said, hey, could you tell me what her favorite palette is? My daughter's really into makeup. Yeah. I don't really know too much. Like, And she was like, if you can, uh, these are the two that are her favorite. Like, it's the Lisa Frank with the brushes. Like, mm-hmm. But if you can find, she said they discontinued the unicorn one. Oh. They, it was a cheetah. She was like, but you can find it in some places. So Amazon had the unicorn one. <gasps> we and know how much Lou loves her lo- unicorns. I was right. going to say lunicorns. Lunicorns. And so they have this little tiny, you know, makeup thing that someone got them for their the birthday. Mm-hmm. So they've been putting makeup on the last, not, they didn't do it today. The last two days they've been putting makeup on. Um, and Matt, I was, I was proud of him for saying this. He was like, I just want to make sure that they know that they don't need makeup to leave Aww. the house. They should feel comfortable being who they are. And I said, right. Makeup is an accessory. It's not a necessity. Exactly. And makeup can be, they should know that makeup is a form of art. Right. And I think, and you know how, you know how Luna is. So I helped her to blend what color was worth. Oh my God. She had the cutest outfit on, but I felt bad because her shorts, we thought they were clean, but they had stamp. Like she got this yellow stamp with something and it got all over her shorts. And I was like, oh babe, they're not clean. We can't. And it really put together her outfit. And I was Aww. like, it's okay. Like we'll just wear these other ones. But I helped her blend orange, yellow, and pink on her Ooh. eyelid the other day. And it like a bright, bright pink in the corner. And um, she was just like, you could tell she was just living the dream. Like, it's she like, was so Ooh. proud of it. Because you're right, it is. It's art. It, it helps is. her express her creativity. Because she picks out all the colors and I just help her put it on. Yep. Um, but like lipstick for both of them. Every time I put lipstick on, can we have some? because they just like it they just yeah. like the color of it like but it is something that we're going to instill in them like you do not need to leave the house with makeup on to mm-hmm. be like present as your best self like exactly um, I never I always thought like in high school even not not even really high school but like my early 20s I'm like I need I need eyeliner mascara I need like to make sure like every mm-hmm. zit is covered up shit I don't even do that anymore. And I don't care because I'm like, this is my face. And yeah. I love my face. Yeah. I love my freckles. Mm-hmm. I don't like covering. Yeah. No, give it. I will if I have to get like something professionally done or I want to look right. nice. Or if I just feel like putting on makeup. Some days I just feel like yeah. putting on a full face in the morning. I mean, maybe well, like three times a year that happens, but I know. Well, not wearing makeup every day makes me look forward to those events and yeah, it's like the time thing. to dress up yeah right oh my god I know and I'm I have this fairy ball in the fall it's my yep. cosplay um Akotar ball yep and I am already t- thinking about like okay one I'm gonna dye my hair to look like a specific character Ooh. I can't say anything because if you guys are reading it I don't want to spoil it um and my hairstylist who has already read the books already knows that I'm coming in for this specific color so I'm like okay sometime in early November I gotta go get that done and I'm gonna have her talk to me about how to do my hair and we're getting elf ears Chelsea and I are gonna get elf Chelsea's going with us Mm -hmm. um and 
but I'm like, oh my God, do I want, <laughs> this is a different thing. Do I want a real Elfie or do I want like a metal Elfie or like a decorative oh. one? Oh. And so it's a whole thing. Um, Etsy is a real big place for fantasy things. Oh, I'm, I believe um, that. That does not surprise me. Yeah. Okay. So we've kind of forayed into chapter 14, which is one of the last chapters. It is the last chapter in the book, um, which is called Be Yourself. So we're going to kind of combine the topics now because they're kind of overlapping. Yeah. Because um, there's no way I could have talked for an hour about why I like to be called Kristen. Like, that's well, just ridiculous. Well, also, like, but, I feel like your name is your identity and, like, mm-hmm. loving yourself That's what another I, part of your identity. And, like, hearing the name that you want people to call you when I my editor was reading this and I wrote about this in the book she called it a vibrational type of medicine like hearing your name is like a soothing it's a soothing kind of medicine because you're getting that reaction like the chemical reaction of like oh I like when someone calls me that like that makes me happy that releases endorphins so it's like someone's gonna tell me that process is wrong I just kind of spitballed there Mm -hmm. um but it is like hearing the name and now of course, I I mostly call you T when I talk to Matt. So funny um, you say that. Like when I growing up, like I thought the like people calling me Tay was so cool. And why I thought this is let's backtrack to my first celeb crush, Taylor Hansen, because everybody called him Tay. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like call me Tay. Yeah, and then but now like as I am older like my uncle and uh, like a bunch of people would started calling me T like early in my 20s but now mm-hmm. like you and Laura and like mm-hmm. a bunch of other people like call me T and I'm like I like that way better well and like I just feel like T like that's it's just it's just me it's me like I just yeah. I don't know oh and that's what like the girls when I say um and more so with Luna because Remy doesn't really get it. Yeah. But I'll, she'll say, I'll say, oh, I have, a, I have to record the podcast with Auntie T. Mm-hmm. And Remy will say, who's that? And Luna knows. And she was like, yeah. oh, Taylor. And I'll say, and I say, you know what's funny? The other's like, I was like, Dylan's mom. Yeah. I was like, who? And I said, Dilly's mom. And he was, she was like, oh, Dilly. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, that's the name that that's she connected to that, it. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, we never, we never really call him Dilly unless we're being like, oh, hey, Dilly. Like, on the podcast, like, we yeah. call him Dylan person. Right. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, growing up, people called me Chris. Like, oh, I have so a softball, funny. I have a softball jacket from grade school that has Chris embroidered on it. Oh. Like, so it was really just high school and college that I guess I stopped going by that or people I did I didn't tell people that I preferred Chris yeah um so and I guess people will default to your full name unless you tell them otherwise so you know what I had to look it up just now I can tell you were searching yeah talking about names just brought me back because to Romeo and Juliet do you remember that line what's in a name that which yes. would call a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. I'm like, that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> You're like, I have to look it up to say. I was it. like, what's the whole thing? I just know, like, what's in a name? <laughs> um, we're now quoting Shakespeare and Eminem. Yeah. All in the same podcast. Can you get any better? <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's something up uh, as we're talking about, like, showing up as your authentic self um i'm reading this one line and it's it has taken me so long that's a that's a typing error god damn it (laughs) apparently we missed that one in the editing okay i'm repeating that it has taken me so long to accept myself and acknowledge the gift that i am that may sound conceited but we are all amazing creatures and that's what i think that like that like turn or like that like getting over the hump of like no I'm just gonna fucking show up as I am because I am a genuine person and people would be lucky to like be a friend with me because I can give so much to it like once you are able to acknowledge yourself as that and not that I'm walking out around being like you would be lucky to have me as a friend Mm -hmm. that's not what I'm saying but when you can think that about yourself I think that's when the the change happens right when you think like yeah I might not be in the best shape or I might not eat the best food so I probably drink too much Mm -hmm. but 
I'm still such a gift as like especially someone who struggled with really like like I just no. didn't think anyone gave a shit and not that like not, not my family like I just like like these people just don't give a flying fuck about me like yeah. who and who am, and because like, who of that, am I it was like who am I to even show up here who am I to like um kind of exist in this realm Mm -hmm. and i talked about this on uh the retreat that remember laura and i were talking about a retreat in the yes okay so i opened up about this on the retreat that we were on and i was like like who the fuck would even care Mm -hmm. you know if we didn't show up and and maybe that's something i don't know i I didn't really i haven't really talked to people about this since then but Mm -hmm. um maybe that's just common thoughts for high schoolers who are trying to find their place and you know um when I opened up about it, almost everyone in my group, they were really intimate groups. It was, I think it was like five or six people. Mm-hmm. All of them were like, oh no, we've totally had those thoughts because yeah, we, th- we think so. We don't think highly of ourselves and the people who thought highly of themselves were like, oh, what a conceited asshole. And it's like, no, like, no. And now some people work. You're allowed, themselves. but you're allowed to think that you're, you bring can so love much yourself. Right. But, and, and you know what? And I say this all the time. Like, I'll tell my friends who are going through, like, if they don't feel comfortable with in their skin, I'm like, you cannot love anyone else until Mm -hmm. you love yourself. Right. You cannot give anybody your full self until you give that to you. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it's so true. And this is, and you feel it. Right. I'm going to call it Laura because we talked about last episode when I get mad at her. And I get snippy with her. It's when she starts to not like she starts to talk yes. shit on herself. And yep. I'm like, no, you're you're not allowed to do that in my house. Which right text message, but like, um, shit, that train of thought just went away. <laughs> that also led me saying that out loud led me to inside out and the train of thought that shuts down. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> while they're dreaming. Um, but it's along the same lines of that. Like, if you cannot show up, love, and that doesn't mean like just because I'm body positive and I don't have a problem with how I look, that doesn't mean I'm comfortable in clothes all the time. Like, I can be comfortable with my body and not be comfortable with how clothes are fitting or portraying my body. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean I'm comfortable in every outfit. I still get self-conscious about how something looks if I'm not quite sure how it fits or, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with my body. It's just how something is fitting on my body. And I'm not liking the way that that is portraying my body. Right. Um, and especially I'm 5'10". Like I'm 5'10", like 215. I'm not the biggest girl out there, but I, I bring some heat to the conversation and I've had three kids and I've got stretch marks and although I had stretch marks before I had kids um, so did I. because I've been battling weight my entire life and it's just being body positive doesn't mean you have to be happy with how clothes fit all the time and I think no. um wow we are covering so many different topics um just this we should just rename this episode it's one big tangent it is one big tangent but wait wait let me tangent real quick and then you can jump back into what you're saying because i won't i'll forget so you were talking about retreat you did in high Mm -hmm. school with laura Mm -hmm. so i need to ask our listeners who i went to high school and grade school with and middle school because i can't freaking remember for the life of me in sixth grade we did an overnight camp and i don't know what the hell it was called my brother doesn't know i don't remember was i was outside it we ca- we slept in cabins i don't know where it was so if any of you that were in sixth grade with me remember what freaking camp this was please tell me dm me i'm dying to know dm us all right hold on hold on hold on um All I, I remember like a certain like we were sit it was raining and we were sitting in this like large room and I remember like a few people with me. I remember my sixth grade teacher threw me into a pricker bush. I remember like the one that I loved, my favorite, my favorite sixth grade teacher. I think oh, I've no. talked I talked about that teacher with you. Um 
Yeah. I'm was, looking because there's a place so near far. here. There's a place near here. Like, not near our houses, but, like, locally. I feel like if that was probably it. You'll have to text it. I can't. I can't find it. It was a Girl Scout camp. I'm going to text Alicia in the morning. Because I remember it had A-frame specifically because I camped there once with Girl Scouts. We're going to get to the bottom of this. I know. It's it's driving me insane. Like, I was like, I asked my brother. I'm like, do you remember this camp that we did in sixth grade? Because I'm pretty sure you did it, too. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't freaking remember. I was like, ask your friends. Ask your friends. Because I don't really. I didn't want to, like, randomly, like, message camp. somebody and be like, hey, do you remember this? This is like my mom brain now because I'm like, it's camp. Oh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. But have you watched Bunk? Yes. Like, Camp Kiki Waka. Like, that's what's popping you into know what my head. And then now I'm thinking of Bug Juice. Bug Juice. Do you know that Bug Juice was in Maine? Was it? And I I think I applied one year to go to that camp. Nuh-uh. I sure did. That's I did not. Hysterical. I did not get in. But, um, yeah, I was obsessed with bug juice, man. But also, that's what I did in the summer. I went to nature camp, so like Ooh. we were camping outside. We were whitewater rafting. We were canoeing. Like so, we did all the things. I'm like, I can fucking go to this camp, mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was like, You're like, I know the ropes. Right, right. But yeah, I really loved this camp. It was it was fun. I just don't remember what it was. How the fuck did we get on this topic? Oh, um, the retreat. Because of the retreat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyone to anyone who went to Pius or was friends with people who went to Pius knows what this retreat was called. Um, it's called Kairos, but the first rule about Kairos is you don't talk about Kairos. Oh. Uh, it was really just to like, to not spoil anything for yeah. people who, because it happened several times a year, every year. So different groups of people went on it and just like, it just so you people didn't get it spoiled for them well when you were ta- when we were like talking about it in our group text i even knew what it was and i didn't go to catholic school because mm-hmm. of my friends that were went to catholic, catholic school, school and talked yeah. about it. yeah um but oh gosh what were we talking about oh but that so you, back to um, yeah body positivity right. and loving yourself and showing up for yourself and um and just, and I go through in chapter 14 about how just being a bigger girl in general, like, um, I just posted something on my stories the other day. It was like, oh, cause that whole like trend right now, it's like, she's a 10, but, um, it's oh, yeah, yeah. Like, talking shit right now. Yep. And, um, it was like, she's a 10, but she's also a 12, but she's also a 14 and she just wants one consistent, consistent size. Right. Because sizing is bullshit. Right. And I'm like, no, that's accurate because, and that's one of the things I stopped doing the last few years. I stopped paying attention to what the size number was and started paying attention to what fit me the best mm-hmm. because I have everything from size 12s to 18s in my closet. I will mm-hmm. say the 18s were for pregnancy stuff and, but, um, everything but runs different too. and it's just, I, yeah, yeah. I probably would comfortably say like 14s for the most part fit me but sometimes I have to go to 16 because it just doesn't fit right and it's not mm-hmm. for curvy girls or it's not high that's why I wear so much high-waisted stuff because that fits the best right um, right I don't care that I look on my mom I like mom jeans um but like for me because I'm like I'm I'm petite I'm a mm-hmm, smaller mm-hmm. girl but like there are like some some of my friends would be like oh my gosh like if they complain about something or they're not happy with something on their, some of their body, I'm just like, who cares? But like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm at that point in my life where I'm, I yeah. like my, I had two kids. Like, I don't have a flat stomach, but then they'll be like, you don't understand you're skinny. I'm like, don't say that to me. Cause I get you're tall. It sits on you. Yeah, different. Exactly. But I'm like, you, you, I'm wearing clothes most of the time so you don't see like I have stretch marks on my boobs or on Mm -hmm. my legs or like my stomach isn't flat anymore like the one comment that I will make to people if I hear people call and my (laughs) my family knows this if I hear them calling themselves fat I drives me nuts I snap at them because I don't like it and I I don't think it's a nice thing to say about yourself no um and it also really bothers me because I'm like you see yourself way differently mm-hmm. than like I see you. Like mm-hmm. I'm looking at you and I think you're you're beautiful. Right. 
because I know you as a person and I know you as I know like you inside and out and like Mm -hmm. that's not what I see right so I don't know well and that's what like 18 year old Kristen or even 17 year old you know it's in my late teens before my 20s I think that version of Kristen I just said my weight live on a podcast oh, you would have never get recorded that in that age. she would have had a fucking stroke mm-hmm. i remember getting on the scale and i don't mm-hmm. step on scales anymore that's another thing i don't do i don't step on scales anymore other than when i'm at the doctor and i have to mm-hmm. um, because it was just too toxic for me yep um i used to work out like probably i want to say in my early 20s i used mm-hmm. to work out multiple times a day weigh myself constantly i was mm-hmm. obsessed obsessed it was like sickening almost yeah like thinking back on it and like I didn't have any issues with like eating or anything like that Mm -hmm. but I was obsessed with working out yeah and I'm like I have to be this I have to look this certain way or like why am I not as skinny as I'm just gonna throw out a thin celebrity Ashley Tisdale or Miley Mm -hmm. Cyrus like because that's who was popular back then but I'm just like why am I why I thought for sure you were gonna say Kristen Cavallari she wasn't a stick though on Laguna no. Beach and you know what that's she kind of was like I was like I have a kind of a similar body type of, mm-hmm. as her at that time so I was like oh it's okay and, and see so, like your perception of what you wanted to look like exactly. and my perception of what I wanted to look if I my best weight as an adult I think I'm probably pretty good right now I'm yeah I weigh too I think the last time I stepped on the scale was like 215 mm-hmm I mean, it fluctuates, whatever the fuck. But um, my wedding, I was 184, 180, somewhere in that range, 180 to mm-hmm. 185. And that was a, if I, I know I could get there again if I really like trained, because of course you're training for your wedding. You're right. doing all the shit. You're losing, oh, you're yeah. working out all the time because you want to look that. as much as you can. Yep, like, of course. Um, and I think I finally got rid of the jeans that I was saving. Because I was like, I did that I'm going to fit back in these one day. I'm going to yep. fit back in them. I mean, they were 12s. It's not a stretch. It's not a far stretch that I could try and fit back into them. But they won't fit the same. And I probably won't like them. Yeah. Because of. Because your body is different now. You yeah. had you birthed three girls. Like Right. Remy always comes up to me. And I don't yell at the kids. But um, I will correct them. She'll be like, you have a fatty belly. I'm like, it's pretty jiggly, isn't it? And because it's. I have a ton of skin just on the bottom because yeah. of having pregnancy girls. Yeah. And I'm like, but how about we just say it's soft and cushy? And right. We don't have to say fatty belly. And yep. she was like, okay. Because they'll stick out their bellies and say fatty belly. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I know you guys have like little ice cream pouches in there. Right. But Luna is so skinny because she's tall and she's built like Matt, which is just, mm-hmm. you know, super skinny. Yep. And um, when she eats a big meal, her stomach gets bigger because oh, so she's funny. so tiny. Like she's yeah. just so twig. Um, but, and that's, we're very conscious about what we say to them and around yep. them in regards to weight, because I don't want them to have the same issues that I did um, with growing up. And mm-hmm. not that, not that my parents like ever like nitpicked, but it was like, all right, let's work out. All right, let's do this. All right. right. And we were constant because that's just the people they are. Like, yeah. Um, they are always, they were always working out and running and doing all my, my dad for as long as I've remembered has always had a gym membership. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just always something that was a part of, you know, yeah. on, on family vacations, we all went for runs. My dad beat me one year. I still can't believe it. And then, <laughs> oh my God, my mom, my sister went out for a run one time. I think this might've been the same run and maybe she was with us, but then she walked to the house and my mom didn't see her. So she turned around. She thinks she's like laying in a ditch somewhere she was like the house like i think they just missed each other oh my god that's so funny (laughs) so that's not my mom's out screaming alicia then we we made fun of her the rest of the trip because she's in the house and she's screaming alicia that's she's screaming alicia out on the street trying to find her stop it because it was a long run i want to say like it was like a three and three and a half mile run three mile run something like that Mm -hmm. um so it wasn't like a quick one and we made fun, fun of my mom for the rest of the trip and we kept calling Alicia and now as a parent I'm like we were such dicks like yeah why would, why would we do, all she cared about was finding her daughter like, oh my gosh that's such an asshole <sighs> when um, I when I was still living at home I'll never forget this this is like your worst nightmare I was I went for a run 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was like the evening, like it wasn't dark yet, but right. it was getting dark. And I lived in Bumble. So there was like farmlands behind me. Like all I did was run laps around my neighborhood. Mm. So I did, I was running a lap and it was like, um, I was at the top of the hill. Like, and my house was at the bottom of the hill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is weird. This car was just following oh, me. Taylor. In, in the neighborhood. Like, they turned in, and I I just kept going, because I'm like, eh, maybe they're just going to a house. No. I have never ran so fast in my entire life, nope. sprinted down this hill, and I freaking slid into my <gasps> garage and hit the button. And they, they slowed down in front of my house and stopped, and I was, like, freaking out to my dad. Thank God. Like, he was like, what the fuck and like I, I don't even remember what happened but All like nothing came is him of it. just running out with like a baseball mat like oh yeah yeah nothing came of it thank god like but i that it was the last time taylor ever ran yeah in somewhat dark nights even around our town like where we used to live where, where you live yeah at, like right at dark especially the walkway by the park yep I had to stop doing it because I was like, nope. I know. You ran at night all the time. I don't know how you did that. ran with a lamp, yeah. Because it was the only time I could get a run in. Yeah. But. And I told Mike, I was like, I want to start running again. Because I was like, I'm just like really feeling it lately. I just Mm -hmm. like, I just want to like hit the pavement, just blare me. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Peloton rides. Kendall Tool's my girl. She plays my jams. But like, sometimes I just want like a playlist I pick. Or like something that. Like, maybe I want to go from, like, Metallica to freaking Third Eye Blind or, like, right. like maybe that's what I want to do. So, I just want to run. But I haven't. It's been too humid. And see, when I was really in running, humid days were my favorite days to run. Oh, I can't breathe. Because you sweat the most. Yeah, you do sweat the most. And so, it felt like I was working harder because I was sweating more. Although, sometimes, the, the last few rides that I've done, oh, I'm getting really irritated that I haven't been on the Peloton. Um, the last few rides that I've done, my dad used to do this plank where he would watch, he would make 30 drops of sweat drip off his nose before he stopped or in the sauna or something. I don't know. But so the last few rides for Peloton, I've had sweat drip off my nose. And are you counting them? No, because I usually get like one or two. I'm like, there's no way I could do this until it was like 30. But, um, it always makes me think of my dad because I'm like, he used to, I can't remember what the workout was that he was doing was or oh, that's but so funny i think it might have been the sauna afterwards until 30 drops of sweat drift off his nose that's when he could get out that's when he could get out interesting um but yeah so um so i have i have a question yeah so you talk you talked about in the book and i'm i'm just pretend like um you know i don't know you okay um you brought in these chapters of what you like to be called your name Mm -hmm. and why you should it's important to love yourself what made you put these two chapters into a book about momming and parenthood um because i think a lot of the times in my experience again in my experience um, moms forget how to love themselves because they are so busy loving everybody else and making sure everybody else has everything done for them that they forget. I'm getting teary-eyed too because it happens so much and it's like I feel like with our new mom friends mm-hmm. we we can be such forces of like no this is this is normal. This is what you're going through. And that's okay to feel like you feel like everything is. I was texting one of my friends tonight mm-hmm. and she was just like, parenting is hard. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Cause her son was in the car and he was screaming in the back and she just had to keep driving because they had to get shit done. Yep. And, and I said, sometimes you just sit there and you quietly cry and you cry with them because they just don't want to be in the seat. They want to be with you. It's nothing that right. they wrong. It's just emotionally they want you. Yeah, they yeah. want to feel comfort. But I think it is too easy for moms to just forget who they are. Yep. And that they're just as important as everybody else. And so that is where 
the inept mother really came from is just like, no, I want to make people feel normal. Yep. And and normalcy uh, is it goes to the fact that you want to be called something other than what people know. Yeah. Or that it's okay to be okay in your skin and to be who yeah. you are and show up just and i feel like right now so it's social media is preaching a lot just show up authentically yeah. show up as who you are and you know fuck everybody else but social media also perpetuates that culture yeah, and shows a false reality and makes everybody right. be like oh, i should look like this or why don't i look this put together and something else that i want to acknowledge it took 34 fucking years for me to get to this point. Yep. Like, it was not yep. anything that happened overnight. Nope. It's a hard, it's a, a very long journey to get here. But I'm genuinely the happiest I've ever been. And it's not because I have three amazing children. It's not because I have a husband. Talk to him. We've been arguing, like, for the last two weeks. But um, it's not because I have any material possessions it's because i finally acknowledged who i am and became proud of it and mm-hmm. that's that's why i'm the happiest i've ever been yep. like i've made myself as much of a priority now as being a mom as i ever have and mm-hmm. being a parent now before i obviously had no one to look after but since mm-hmm. being a parent i've made it more important for me to be present for myself and that includes working out all the time yep. and that's something i do is I constantly post on social media about working out because you give yourself accountability. I, it gives me accountability mm-hmm. and not that anyone's ever like, Oh, Kristen didn't work out today. Like <laughs> I know, I you know. Do it no for one's you gonna... though. You don't right. do it for other people. Right. And I do it for me, but I also do it for like, because I know who my sister and I are as people. Mm-hmm. And if we see the other one that worked out and we oh, it's, like a competition. Again, it's not even a competition. It's like, oh shit, at least you worked out today. I should get on and work out too. Like just as kind of like an yeah, accountability thing. Yeah. So or if I see someone they did a workout, I'm like, oh, which one did they do? And mm-hmm. I'll go on and I'll check mm-hmm. out which one they did. Um just and I just think it again, it's my personal accountability for checking in every day. Um I always text Laura a picture of me working out. Mm-hmm. That's because I'll check in with her and sometimes I do it in our squad yep Um, and I always text Matt a picture to because not that I need people to acknowledge that I'm working out but it's me again it's me keeping myself accountable it's and you're doing something for you yeah yeah and again it's a journey to get to this point and this really is combining two chapters but part of that is Chris is the name I prefer to be called However, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean I hate my name. I'm okay no. with you calling me Kristen. I, right. I I won't be like, oh, I wish they called me Chris. You know, I don't care. I still introduce myself as Kristen. Right. Um, if I had an issue with my name, I would legally change it. But of course, I don't. You can. Right. Um, and I do like when people call me Bone, though. <laughs> that gets me in the feels a lot. Um, but I'll call Matt. I have like 17 different names for him. Um, and it's like the pet name, like the hun, the babe, and stuff like that. But I'll call him math, like yeah. the subject math. I was I just gonna say when you time. say that. Um, Sometimes when you when you text it in the in in our text, I'm like, oh, that throws me off a little bit because I'm not. I just like, like I know you call him that, but when mm-hmm. I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's weird to too. text too because. And it's weird when I do it. Like sometimes I do it and sometimes I don't. There's no mm-hmm. consistent, but you have to type two T's and H and your phone wants to autocorrect that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're calling Williams all the time. Yeah. And actually it was funny. His parents were here. I can't remember when um, recently. And his mom said, all right, Williams, let's go. And Matt goes, that's literally everyone in this house. Right. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, it is. But she calls harry that i also call matt williams i'll say all right williams what are we doing and that's so funny um because some part of my brain i guess still i'm still bone Mm -hmm. like that he's williams and i'm but i'm like right but i'm not i'm i'm just as much dub as he is yeah um and all of my other than the adept mother all of my other stuff is dub like my very neglected dub house reads account on instagram is Mm -hmm. dub and my earrings is dub 
Right. Everything is. Um, but when Mike, Mike's like pet, I don't want to call it pet names. Like he always, he always calls me love. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just love. But I secretly, he, I never said, told him this. So he'll, he'll get a nice surprise when he listens. But I love it because every, if he's like, it's okay, love, it's okay. All I think about in my head, and this is how I say it in a British accent. I was just going to say that. Do you say it in a British accent? It's okay, love. Like, I'm like, oh, I love it. (laughs) Like, I love to let, I love love. Um, Mike, you're now required to say it in person with a British accent. Hello, love. And that was, that was like Cockney. Like you gotta go like British. You gotta watch. Uh, I haven't watched it yet. Bridgerton is not something Hello, that I watched. Love. Oh, so that's a good one. I I learned something. Um, at my Vampire Diaries convention, one of the actors he's Australian, and he mm-hmm. was talking about how when he was t- having his first scene for his mm-hmm. character, who was one of the originals, which original I I'm team originals I, yeah, over yeah. TVD. So he I was like swooning over this but he's like yeah they're like you need to be you're British and he's like no but I'm Australian and they're like oh it's the same thing and he's like no but it's not like it's not and he was saying like the Australian accent is more nasally and when you're like the British accent is more like in the front of your mouth so he was like mm-hmm. saying he his like line that is popular he was like saying it both in like the australian accent and the british accent that we hear or quote-unquote british because he's not really british on the show and i'm like oh my god like it's crazy i when actors speak if they're they speak with a certain accent in a tv Mm -hmm. show or a film and then they speak in their regular accent it's like Mm -hmm. what is happening like Mm -hmm. um so many yeah. of the Game of Thrones characters have different accents. Yeah. Um, but who, oh my God, I was watching. <laughs> have you, you know, the um, influencers that are, it's the real Indian dad. No. Like, oh my God. Um, he got, they got real popular over the pandemic. They're still pretty popular. So they did this TikTok and she said, he goes, what do you do when your Australian friend calls you and tells you some bad news? And she was like, I don't know what and he was like say r and r really fast r and r so it's like you're saying the australian accent of like oh no but if you say r and r it's like <laughs> it's like oh no oh no <laughs> And she was like, and the way she was saying it, it I, I kept saying it. I was like, I don't sound Australian. I don't think it was like R&R. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so um, the way she was saying it, it did sound like that. So it was funny that you said Australian. That's hysterical. Yeah, I love me um, Australian and British accents. My series in Australian accent. What's like, it's just one? so like, I don't know what it is. Like, I just love it. And like Kla- Klaus, the one guy on the originals, he always mm. says, hello, love. So I'm like, uh, when Mike, because Mike calls me love, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> Not married to a vampire who's Australian. Yeah. Well, he's British. British. Yeah, there's a bunch of different, like, the one guy's all British, the other guy's from New Zealand. So he has, like, even a different accent. And then the, and then Australian. There's two people from Australia. Like, We're going to have to go back and do an episode count about how many times we reference the Vampire Diaries. Yeah, Avatar and Eminem. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say, you've talked about the Vampire Diaries more than I've talked about. Oh, 100 percent, and that's because I'm still on like convention high, 100 percent, and because they're taking it off of Netflix, and I'm salty as fuck. But see, I think people are more prone to watch a series than they are to read a series. Yes, that too. Um, all but don't all y'all know that I have. Hulu is creating a with the author of the book is creating an Akatar series. No shit. You bet your ass that I've Googled casting for that. Without question, I've Googled how do I get cast in the Hulu's rendition of Akatar. But is Zach Efron being casted? <laughs> no, there's no way. I actually hope they do a bunch of unknown people. Yeah, because that so they can get like a really good fit of just like Yeah. Instead of, like, trying to make it about one character, like, one actress or actor mm-hmm. coming on, I really hope they just do a lot of unknowns. and That would be cool. 
So to end on Vampire Diaries <laughs> and wrapping our, um, but also, also, let's this this is where we can end. Okay, owning that we love fantasy series right and being proud to like i would never admit that like when i was in high school like well, i'd be so afraid to be judged me and, like, too well funny you say that because i said the exact same thing so i had my i had a goodbye therapy session because my yes therapist is moving on from the the place the practice that i go to but her and i literally the last half hour of my session was about her i found out she's just as obsessed with the originals and vampire diaries oh as i am God. and it was like match made in heaven and made me cry even more that i had to say bye to her but she was like i was like uh, and but right when i was like starting to talk about it because i was like saying how it's my comfort show and like mm-hmm. that's I was like, yeah, I'm, I was like, you'll probably think I'm a fucking loser, but, and she's like, oh my God, I love that. I was like, yeah, I'm not a fucking loser. Other people Yeah, and why would you too. start with that? Just say, oh, one of the things I like, Taylor, I know. come on. But like, in my head, like, my insecurity is like, I'm obsessed with a fantasy, like, vampire, not realistic show. <laughs> Listen, did I send you that thing today? It was like all the people in my office who didn't want, want to watch stupid Twilight with us. And it's all the men standing around the office watching it. Like not. No, it. I didn't like, see that. Gonna, I'm going to have to send it to you. I think I sent it to Chelsea. Hold on. I'll send it to you right now. Um, oh, there it is. I knew that was going to cut out. So I just sent it to you. I'll have to watch it after we end. Um, but being just confident in ourselves to know that like. And right, Matt, Matt is making me the thing that he's making me. I'm not spoiling yep. it because it's not done yet. But I wanted to put like some dragons in there or some like like um brackets. Right. And he was like, "Really?" I was like, "All I read is fantasy, Matt." Yeah, that's part dragons and mermaids and fucking well, octopus are real. But like, it's that's what makes the story so enjoyable right. for me. Like the real life ones are the ones that I can't really read it, because I don't want to. And I said this to my therapist, and I was like, it gives you an escape mm-hmm. kind of from reality because it's not real. And mm-hmm. you can just live in this like fantasy fake shit for a little mm-hmm. bit. And like, yeah, escape. but the emotion that it can draw out, like, that's yeah. just magic. That's ma- the magic of yeah. film and books. And yeah. Um, anyway, so that being said, go by the name that you would like to be called and tell people about it. And um, love yourself, like Justin Bieber says. And Bieber, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. No, love yourself. You should love yourself, and just just and be proud. whether, but and whether it takes you till you're 34 years old mm-hmm. to get to the point where, or older. Just, yeah, if it's something to work towards, just being proud of yourself. Just you deserve everybody deserves to be able to wake up one day show it for themselves and be like you know what i yeah i love who i am and if other people don't they can just fuck right off like and i have another m M&M. because i oh, for, am uh, whatever you say i am if i wasn't then why would i say i am <laughs> my god <laughs> on that note before we can get another m M&M <laughs> in here that is a wrap on episode yes. 10 chapter yes, 9 chapter and 14 nine. Mm-hmm. Um, we are coming real close to the end of this book here and then we are going to start shockingly tangenting yeah. onto different episodes um, so I know we've said it a few times but we will actually put an episode request yeah. into the stories this week or maybe we'll do a post about it so you can comment what you would like us to talk about mm-hmm. Um and who knows if you comment something really cool maybe we'll invite you on the show um maybe and <laughs> we don't really know not, how the audio is going to go and remember if you don't want us to know who you are you can always do it anonymously mm-hmm. um or do it on instagram or like in the direct messages so nobody else knows if you don't want them to and that's okay right, right. whatever you feel comfortable with um there i think are probably some more personal intimate topics that people would like us to discuss and maybe we can make those password protected for certain people so yeah um we can all have a safe space to talk about those things um we can delve into those in the future um but 
I'm going to roll right into our, uh, you can always find us at theannettemother at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Honestly, most of you probably have our phone numbers. So, and I'm really excited about next week's chapter. (laughs) They're show ponies, built for looks, not for function. My my ever (laughs) evolving, uh, not anymore, but uh, journey with breastfeeding. And you will find us with another special guest. Yay! So we look forward to, we've name dropped her a few times on uh, the show here, and I've used her as my personal PA more times than I care to admit. And and I don't personally know said guest um, for next week, but I'm really excited to meet her. And I have passed through a few of your questions. Yes, you have. Her, yes, so. you have, which I greatly appreciate. Um, so we're really excited to have another guest and uh, hopefully have some more on in the future. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.